It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last just... Well, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavist, licensed nutritionist. And this show is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company specializing in life-changing nutrition education and counseling. Today, I'm pleased to say we have an amazing life-changing story to share. More than half of everyone listening today has either said out loud or maybe to yourself, oh, my aching back. Mm -hmm. Who would ever believe that changing your diet could reduce your back pain? So stay tuned because we have a powerful story to share about. But before we actually introduce our special guest this morning, I want to introduce our co-host, Leah Wetzel. (laughs) Leah is a licensed nutritionist with a master's degree in nutrition, and she consults clients in St. Paul and in Wyzetta and in... Where else have you been counseling clients? Oh, across the seas, Dar. <laughs> yes. Well, where? In England. Well, good. So we're nationwide and, and, <laughs> and worldwide now. So welcome, Leah. Thanks, Dar. It's great to be here. So when you decided that you wanted to make nutrition your career. Yes. Okay, I think back a few years ago. Yes. So kind of share with people, the listeners, why you became so passionate about nutrition and because this is your second career, isn't it? Is it is my second career. Yes. Well, I mean, my passion really started when I was able to heal my own body with real foods and not having to resort to any sort of diet to be able to lose weight. I lost 50 pounds mm-hmm. with eating real foods. Um, and I had some inflammatory things going on, which which I was able to also correct with real foods. So when you say inflammatory things, yes. what do you mean? For me in particular was my asthma. I okay. had chronic asthma. Lots of problems with that for many years. I know I've shared that story with our listeners a few times. Um, and so... Learning that food can make a, such an p- impact on my health, I just really wanted to share that with other people. So that was the driving force behind me making that career change. And it's been great because you share that story so nicely and you share it with people that you're working with. I do. I do. It's really nice to be able to share that with people to tell them that not only you know do I have that knowledge base from both years and years of education that I have, but also my personal experience. And people appreciate that. Yes, they do. Yeah. So if you're listening and you're saying, oh, my aching back, you know, you're really not alone because one half of all the working Americans admit to having Back pain. They do. That's right, Dar. Back pain is the second most common reason for doctor's visits and the first most common reason why people miss work. So that's kind of an interesting thing to think about. It's the second most common reason for doctor visits. Yeah. That's interesting. You know, and it is estimated that 80% of us will experience back pain at some point in our life, that's 80% of us. Which is a lot, yeah. And back pain sniffed aching muscles, says to me, inflammation. That word again. Yes, that inflammation (laughs) word. So the question to ask yourself is, what are you eating or drinking that is increasing your inflammation? Now, that's a big question, Leah. It is a big question. Yes. You know, now, Leah, if I told my brother, 
that the pain in his big toe was from what he was eating. I think he, like so many other people, wouldn't believe me. No, they wouldn't. He would say it had something to do with his days in Vietnam. Yep. You know, he was a soldier in Vietnam. Although he did not get wounded in his big toe. (laughs) Other places, yes, but not in his big toe. So most people cannot believe their aches and pains are connected to the foods they're eating. They just... It's just hard for people to believe. To connect to that, yeah. And since it's so difficult for people to believe that there's a food connection to their back pain, we have invited Madeline Bader from Star Prairie, Wisconsin, to share her story about how nutrition helped her get over her back pain and back spasms that she had for 30 years. Yes, I did say that Madeline had struggled with back pain for over 30 years. And that's amazing. So, Madeline, welcome to the show. You know, when you came in, it was March 26th, and it was 2012. And honestly, I remember you said your goal was to be free of back spasms and pain. I don't know if you remember that. I do. Okay. (laughs) Very well. Whatever. I mean, how did you... I mean, how could you even imagine that changing your nutrition could cure 30 years of back pain? Well, Dar, after having been to yet another pain specialist, and this time talking about spinal implants and him saying that I've already tried everything that I could possibly do, I thought, I haven't tried everything because I haven't been to see a nutritionist yet. Um, I've listened to you for a long time on the radio, but I never quite made the connection that uh, this would help me. And then one day I just thought, what do I have to lose? It sounds better than the surgery option. So you had actually been listening to us. I had been listening to you for quite a long time, yes. Okay. Used a lot of your advice in my life already that has worked for me, and I thought I I have absolutely nothing to lose. Well, that is great. Yeah, that is great. That is amazing, actually. So I remember on, you know, your nutrition consultation, like I said, was March 26, 2012. And this is what's so amazing. By April 30th, amazing. 2012, you were able to reduce your pain medications from four a day. Isn't that right? That's correct. Four pills a day. Four pain pills a day I was on. Yep. And you went down to? Just one in a month. In one month? One, one month, I was taking one pain pill a day, and that in itself spoke volumes to me because I was increasing my pain medication, not decreasing it. Before? Before I changed my nutrition, correct. So you actually, I mean, I think this, you you weren't just, you know, reducing them and still having a lot of pain. No, no, no. I was starting to feel like myself again without the help of medication or um I was just feeling wonderful. That That's really amazing results in one month. I can't believe that. And I know the first time you saw Dar, you were sleeping only about two to three hours per night because you were having back pain and back spasms. And I believe after a month of changing your diet, you were able to sleep about seven to eight hours a night. Is that correct? Um, yeah, if I can get myself to bed on time. <laughs> yeah. I was always, able to sleep a lot better, yes. That's yeah. always a problem for most of us. It is. <laughs> Getting to bed on time. Um, but Making the connection, though, that sleep was as important as what I ate has made a difference as well. Um, before with the back spasms, I wasn't able to sleep. But now that I'm pain-free, I also understand that sleeping more helps my body to heal itself as well. Yep. So you you were really having so much pain, right, that 
So it was debilitating, completely debilitating. Mm-hmm. And and so then you actually couldn't sleep. I couldn't. I was lucky if I got two hours a night most nights. Um, I would get up in the middle of the night and start pacing. A lot of times I would have to take another pain pill just to be able to get some hours of sleep. You know, and I bet there's a lot of listeners that are in the same place. Yep. And they had never, I mean, like you, you had never really, you had even been listening to the show and you had changed some other things about your nutrition from the show, but you didn't connect that it was going to help your back. If you would have told me six months ago, six years ago, or (laughs) gosh darn in the middle of a back spasm, Madeline, if you change what you eat, your pain will go away. I would not have believed it. You would have thought I was crazy. I would have completely <laughs> thought you were crazy. <laughs> well, some people still believe that. <laughs> I always believed that you were what you eat, but I didn't believe that some of the healthy foods you were eating might not possibly be healthy for your own body. Yep, exactly. Well, before we take this any further, you have a lot more amazing things to share with us. We have to take our first break. Wow. So it that time it already? It is that time already. That went fast. I know it. So you were <laughs> And you listening. weren't even ner- nervous, were you, Madeline? <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> you were listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Last Friday, September 21st, the New England Journal of Medicine reported the results of two clinical studies which found that sugary drinks such as pop and juice... Um, were removed from a child's diet of somebody that was an overweight child or teen that slowed um, slowed their weight gain, and the removal of these sugary beverages reduced the odds of normal weight children would become obese. If you are concerned about your your child's weight or your own weight, the first step is to no doubt to be quitting drinking soda, sports drinks, and juices. If you have questions for us today in the studio, please give us a call at 651-641-1071. Dishing Up Nutrition has listeners in San Francisco, Miami, International Falls, and Billings, Montana. Whether you live in the Twin Cities or across the country, nutritional guidance is as close as your phone. Nutritional Weight and Wellness offers phone consultations for people at a distance or too busy for office appointments. Would you like to increase your energy, lower cholesterol, or resolve digestive problems? Here's how phone consultations work. First, complete a health history. Next, discuss your health goals with a nutritionist. Then she creates an eating plan for your biochemistry and lifestyle. You make the time, and Nutritional Weight and Wellness provides the plan and support. Make the call from the privacy of your home or office and get nutrition expertise from the people you trust. For information, call Nutritional Weight and Wellness at 651-699-3438. Outside the Twin Cities, call 888-805-8954, toll free. Or go to weightandwellness.com. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavis, licensed nutritionist, and I'm here with Leah Wetzel, licensed nutritionist, and our special guest, Madeline Batter, Bader, I'll get it, I'll get it right, Bader, <laughs> who eliminated back pain and spasms through the use of nutrition. And I want to invite you to, to a very wonderful presentation, and it's free. It's Monday night at our North Oaks office. You know, I think people sometimes after failing at many diets, you know, you can get a little discouraged. You can. So I invite you, you to meet and listen to Kel, Nell Calls. Gosh, get my words going here. <laughs> and, I, you know, to tell her story. Nell has lost 90 pounds, and you've heard her talk about it on 
our station. Mm -hmm. And she's kept the weight off for over two years. And she just follows a nutrition for weight loss plan of eating real food. And, you know, she comes and she's very honest. She shares her struggles, her successes. And the neat thing is her presentation is free. It's Monday night. But we ask you to call because we want to make sure we've got enough chairs. And if you want to have uh, register, just call 651-699-3438, and we'll save a spot for you. So, yeah, and it's a very inspiring presentation. It really yes. is. Great one to be part of. Yes. So, Madeline, let's kind of recap for people who have just maybe tuned in. You had back pain and back spasms. That's a lot of them. A lot of them. Um, I've had them for over 30 years. As I've gotten older, they've gotten progressively worse than within the last... Oh, six years, I would say. Um, it was to the point where it was completely debilitating. I wound up missing work for it. Um, a lot of times my life was spent at the kitchen counter leaning up against it because I couldn't sit. I couldn't really walk. I certainly couldn't lay down, which hindered my sleep. And after having seen so many doctors and none of them being able to tell me what was wrong with me, when I finally went and saw yet another pain specialist and he suggested the spinal implant, I thought putting something in my body to lie to my brain, to tell me I wasn't having the pain that I knew I was having, I hadn't tried everything because I hadn't been to see you, Dar. And I <laughs> can't tell you the difference that it's made in my life. I am completely off all the medication. Wow. Even, even the specialist was amazed. Because I was, like I said before, on four pain pills a day. Yeah. And had you told me six years ago that this would change for me by changing what I eat, it, it wouldn't have made a difference. But when you start talking about invasive surgery and pretty much lying to your body, which mm -hmm. is what medication does anyway. Yeah, it does. Just That's not true. invasively. Yes. Um, I, I didn't think I had anything to lose by coming to see you and... All I can say is that thump I got on the head to think to come to see you. Thank you, because it's been amazing. <laughs> That's really great. Yeah. So, Madeline, so when you started nutritional counseling with DAR, you had the back pain and spasms. You couldn't sleep because of the back pain. DAR, mm -hmm. so what was the supplements that you thought of first to help her? Well, you know, when you think of spasms and pain and all that, it was an easy one. Yeah. I had Madeline start taking 200 milligrams of magnesium glycinate four times a day. So that was like two with breakfast, two with lunch, two with dinner, and two at bedtime. And that's 800 milligrams of magnesium. And I think, you know, most nutritionists know that if people are having sleep problems and muscle spasms, it often is the result of low magnesium. Yep. So, you know... Now, you know, Madeline also had some other health problems, and she also had some other major digestive problems, didn't you? I did, Dar, and a lot of that came from the pills that I was taking. Um, the pain pills created a lot of uh, constipation and heartburn, um, and I realized that taking all that medication was creating a problem as well. Yeah, and oftentimes people don't um, connect the two, that constipation can make their back hurt more because of the pressure against your spine. Yep. You know, and Madeline, you were also having discomfort with acid reflux, mm -hmm. you know, what a lot of people just call heartburn. And it happens a lot of times when people take these anti-inflammatory drugs or 
any kind of pain medication, it's it just happens, doesn't yep. it? Yep. So, Mel, what happened with the constipation and the acid reflux? Well, it went away a short time after I started on my new eating plan. Um, I was able to reduce the pain medication. The acid reflux went away. Wow. And um, because Dar changed my diet, and all I could tell you is it got changed big time. Your diet, <laughs> yes. Big time. And with amazing results. So I, wouldn't yeah. have it any other way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so before we get into the dietary changes, you also had some other stuff going on. You had some uterine fibroids that caused I- irregular periods as well. You had that, that going. Yep, that's true. Mm-hmm. I, um, I've had the fibroids for years. Um, they continue to get bigger and more uncomfortable. But um, having listened to Dar for a while, um, I can tell you that some of the foods that I changed before I went to go see Dar was by incorporating a lot of green vegetables in my breakfast routine has mm-hmm. definitely helped with the fibroid tumors as well. And that was before I even went to see you, Dar. Okay. Well, Just from good. listening to you yeah. on Just the radio. Just from listening. Just listen. And so they haven't gotten any bigger, right? Yeah, not really. Yeah. Not noticeably. Not, yeah. not, I think it was one centimeter in the last four or six years is what the doctor said. So, okay. Yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah. But- so, you know, I think, you know, Leah, as far as when we're working with people and mm-hmm. we know that usually when people have fibroids or lots of those kinds of things, that, that means that they probably have too much estrogen in yes. their body. toxic estrogens. Toxic yeah. estrogens. And so, you know, I, I knew that we needed to do some things to reduce that, that load. And you've already had started doing that by the green vegetables that you ate for breakfast. So you were already on to this. Oh, yes. You knew how mm-hmm. you were going to do this. That's that's great. So let's run through Madeline's health problems again. So the back pain, muscle spasms, acid reflux, constipation, poor sleep, low energy, fibroids, and irregular periods. Now, on your health survey, you also listed anxiety, irritability, fatigue, skipped heartbeats, poor memory, hair loss, and headaches, all due to all the pain that you were under. Yep. Yeah. It wasn't a fun life. Hair loss. Yeah. I had a considerable amount of hair loss when I was in the shower. I was just pulling out clumps of hair. And I could tell you that now when I'm in the shower and I go to squeeze my hair out, I where I used to pull off enough hair to um, uh, cover two Barbie dolls' heads, <laughs> I barely have enough to make one Ken doll's hair now. So. <laughs> it's a huge difference. That's great. And, you know, it is it is kind of just, it's still going back. When you look at all these health problems that you were having, it's just amazing, isn't it? It's incredible. And they're gone. They're gone. They're gone. But, you know, we know that when we see clients now, so many of these health problems, it's really not uncommon for people that we see are having these. These are yeah, what we do in nutrition constantly. Yep, that, yep. We see know, it. I mean, it's not shocking to see that laundry list. I mean, that's very common, unfortunately, um, to have a lot of health complications going mm-hmm. on at once. Yeah. So, do how are we? It is it's getting close to our next break time. All right. Well, maybe maybe we should go ahead and take our break. That and sounds good. Come back. 
All right. So you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you have always wanted to take our weight and wellness series, but just couldn't commit to the six weeks, we are offering a weekend weight and wellness series the weekend of November 9th, 10th, and 11th. This series qualifies for 14 continue education credits for nurses and other health professionals. And for an out-of-town listeners, the Mall of America is just minutes away from our classroom, so you can learn during the day and, and shop, shop at, at night. night. Yeah, <laughs> Who doesn't love that? No kidding, right? And as a special bonus, we are providing balanced lunch and snacks on Saturday and Sunday. The food is organic as much as possible and delicious. So to sign up, go to www.weightandwellness.com, and A-N-D is spelled out, or call our office at 651 699 3438. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, we often talk about the importance of having your vitamin D level tested and supplementing with sufficient amount of vitamin D3. And I just, this is interesting because researchers say it is particularly important for older people. Mm -hmm. If you have lower levels of vitamin D, you may be at a greater risk of losing your ability to move around and enjoy life. That's pretty important as you get older. It is. And there is a 30% increase in the risk of mobility limitations. That means you can't move much because vitamin D is necessary for good muscle strength and physical function. So low levels of vitamin D could be causing your back pain or weakness in muscle strength. And I'm going to butt in here because, Dar, you told me um, on, I think it was my last visit with you to the next time I went and saw the doctor, have my vitamin D levels checked, and okay. I went to the office and I requested the check from my gyno, and he turned around, looked at me, said, "You don't need your vitamin D levels checked; they're fine. You go out in the sun." I said, "Well, I'm not really that active outdoors. I put sunscreen on, and it's just not my thing." And he said, "Madeline, your vitamin D levels are fine." And I said, "Okay, well." I just want you to humor me and my nutritionist (laughs) and please check my vitamin D levels. And he did. And I have to tell you, I think it was a week later that that was the first time I got a phone call directly from the doctor um, on my cell phone. I didn't answer it at the time, but he left me a message saying that my vitamin D levels were um, significantly low and that he was calling a prescription in immediately for me and... I wouldn't have known that had you not mm-hmm. told me to get my vitamin mm-hmm. D levels checked. Yep. And so vitamin D is so important it for is. bone health, muscle health, heart health. Yeah. I mean, if you and think we, about it, every cell in your body has a vitamin D receptor. It's involved in so many different processes. It's You can connect it to everything. Everything. Yeah. And so that's, I mean, that's why we always, that's always something I bring up too. Yep. If you know what and, your vitamin D levels are. And And so we just have to insist that we get these levels checked. Whoever goes in to see their doctor. Yep. It's just, yep. When they tell you them. no, just go ahead and tell them, yeah, I do want it checked. You're the one paying the bill anyway. He may know a lot of things, but they don't know everything. That's right. Yeah. And, you know, even when we look at the ranges, we, we believe that the vitamin D level should be somewhere between 50 and 80. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of times they think of even 30 as normal. Well, it isn't normal to maintain good health. Mm-hmm. Mine was at 11. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Scary. So something to work on. Another, yep. another thing to throw into that <laughs> in the mix. Yes. 
So let's kind of recap for people that are just tuning in, Madeline, that you, you again, you had a lot of back pain, a lot of spasms. Yeah, um, I can tell you that I am truly a new person. Um, my back spasms are gone with the pills being gone, the constipation, the heartburner, the heartburn is better. Um, gone is the fatigue, my anxiety because I'm sleeping more, my memory so much better. Um, I truly am a new person, and I honestly believe that my wonderful, loving husband is thrilled with that as well. (laughs) (laughs) I bet he is. Hi, honey. (laughs) So I think that people are going to say, okay, so what did you do? Okay, because, you know, because of all your health problems, I really put you on a very careful plan, and we want to share that plan. You know, from the clues and questions uh, you know, from the health history and all the questions that I ask you during that consultation, I knew that you were gluten sensitive. And even more than that, I knew that you were gra- sensitive to all grains. And that's a tough one. That's a tough one. So that means you're sensitive to even rice and you oatmeal, all, oatmeal and all those things. And, of course, whole wheat. And when you ate those things, your back would become more inflamed and more pain, and more spasms, and you really have a lot of food sensitivities, and you're probably born with those because, you know, you have, you're sensitive to soy, you're sensitive to eggs, which is another hard one, Yeah, dairy, which is another. You used to drink a little bit of milk, didn't you? Um, Yeah, I drank a lot of bit of milk. I drank (laughs) very easily four gallons by myself in a a week. week. Uh, In a week. In a week. Poor, you know, love the stuff. Yes, but a very inflammatory. Yep, yep. And so you also are sensitive to MSG. You're sensitive to peanuts. You're sensitive to beer, and basically because all these things lead to inflammation and pain. pain. No fun. So, those are the foods you can't eat, right? Right. But there's a lot of food you can eat. This is true. Actually, I'm going back to what I always ate as a kid, which wound up being meat and potatoes. It's what I grew up on. And I didn't have the back spasms back then either. Oh, oh my gosh. Isn't that a clue? Yeah. 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 Amazing. So tell us, kind of give me an idea of, okay, what do you eat? Give me some ideas for breakfast because okay. you're not eating eggs and you're not eating cereal and all the things that people or think oatmeal. of. No oatmeal. I used to love the oatmeal when I gave up the cereal, which I haven't eaten for a long time. So my breakfast now pretty much consists of what people would think of as a dinner meal. And I have I get a lot of hitting around at work from people when they come walking by my cube and they're They look at me and say, you're eating your supper already? You must be really hungry. (laughs) But that's my breakfast now. I'll have a pork chop, some some kind of protein, along with um, some type of potato or sweet potato, and then a lot of vegetables. And green vegetables are definitely the thing that I eat most of. Okay. and Spinach, broccoli, beans, kale. And why, you know, we, and the reason we're having you eat that is because, what number one, it detoxes extra estrogens out of your system, plus it's anti-inflammatory. Yeah. Correct. Those are anti-inflammatory foods. So um, what about, oh, do you miss some of these things? I definitely miss some of these things. Actually, I miss a lot of the things that I used to eat. I love, I love to eat. I love to cook. Oh, good. And 
having to change the food so drastically was not an easy thing. I do miss some of the foods that I used to eat, but not when I consider that eating those foods, which pass your lips for a short amount of time, for the pain that it would wind up causing me and the parts of life that I had missed out on because of the back spasms that I had, this is just, no food is worth that. Mm -hmm. There is no food worth that. So it's okay then. I mean, you're okay. Well, you're sort of okay. <laughs> so you're giving, <laughs> and it's still it, it, it's still new. Really, it's very new. I've new. been doing this for a very short period of time. Yeah. So you know, some of the things you don't eat pizza. Not yep. anymore. You don't eat bagels. Not anymore. No toast. No or muffins. Muffins. No. Cereal. Yeah. Bread. No. No. Miss all that stuff. But once again, not to the point where I'd want those back spasms back again. So you made those dietary changes. And then, so then you had another appointment with Dar on July 30th. How were you feeling at that point? What was your pain level at at, at that point? Oh, by that time, I ha- was having no back spasms. I was off all my pain meds. Um, my nails, I noticed, were growing longer and stronger, kind of like when I was in high school and they wouldn't break. Um, I had well, no... you know what, Madeline? Let me stop you. Okay. You know, because people are saying, okay, well, so because I didn't put you on calcium, remember? Because Correct. you know, I knew that calcium was constipating, and so we didn't put you on calcium. And here, your nails are growing. Yeah, yeah. So, what do you think? I think it goes right back to because we talk about all the time that. For your hair and nails, you need protein. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's that pork chop that you're eating for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely do eat more meat now than I did before. Yes, it's anti-inflammatory. Yeah. Okay. So go ahead. I kind of interrupted you there on that. Uh, oh. As far as some other things that you know, your nails are better. My nails are better. The acid reflux is better. There's no more constipation. Um, I'm sleeping much better. Um, if I can get my butt to bed on time. Um, I'm in much better moods. I'm not as irritable because I'm not losing all that sleep I was losing with the back spasms. Um, I feel so much better. My memory's better. Um, I said it before, and I can't say it enough. I'm a new person. I feel many years younger. Um, before, I was afraid of where the pain was taking me and... Now, I can't tell you how great it is to just not hurt. Mm, yeah. So, you know, honestly, I think you've got a very, 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 very strict eating plan. I do. Because of all your foods that you're really sensitive to. And so you don't eat any processed foods at all, do you? I don't. No. I and, eat, You know what, though, Dara? I, I processed foods was, was never a whole large part of my, my yes. eating before. Right. I thought I always ate healthy before Anyway, yes, I just didn't eat a lot of foods that were healthy for me. Mm-hmm. They might be healthy for somebody else, but not for me or my body. And I think that's one of the things that a lot of people believe with oatmeal. Mm-hmm. They say, oat, well, they hear it on TV all the time. They hear TV nutrition, oatmeal, eat oatmeal for your cholesterol. Yep. Well, but it's inflammatory for your body yeah. and for a lot of other people's body. And milk I mean, too. You, yeah, yeah, and milk. And I mm-hmm. bet, Leah, you would say the same thing, isn't that's it? That's correct. For your asthma, yep. those are the things that are 
dairy and oh yeah yeah exactly because when i by the time i met with you um i was eating what i thought was very healthy i I learned a lot about food and nutrition before i i started working for nutritional white and wellness well come to find out those those sprouted whole grain breads that i was consuming and eating were maybe healthy for somebody else but for me were giving me an asthma attack mm-hmm. yeah so really you're eating lots of meat Lots of meat, lots of potatoes. Lots of vegetables. Lots of vegetables and fruits. And good fat. And good fat. And although, Dar, you told me no dairy, bless your heart, Mm -hmm. you did tell me I was allowed to eat butter, which in my world has always been a food group unto itself. So (laughs) I'm really glad because I do eat, I've always eaten the butter, but I was glad that that was still in my diet plan. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Well, and that's one of the things that most people, even if they might have a dairy sensitivity, they can eat butter yep. because it is just basically fat. fat. There's no protein and there's no lactose in it, so people's bodies don't react negatively to them. So. Yeah. Well, guess what, girls? It's time for a break. Okay. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. We hear over and over again that 68% of the population is now overweight, but we don't hear about real solutions. I think we all know the quick fixes, right? Mm-hmm. So two-a-day shakes. Oh, yes. We hear that advertised yeah. even on this station. <laughs> I know. Special, special case cereals, they're really not the solution. And exercise is really good for your heart, but 80% of weight... Weight loss comes from learning how to eat real foods. I think that's an interesting thing, Leah. Eighty percent is from food, it is. not from exercise. Of your metabolism is based yes. on what you put in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Yep. Do you realize that real foods keep your cravings away and support your metabolism? We have some fall classes today that Dara is going to talk about when we get back from break today. So, if you have questions for us, call us at six five one six four one one zero seven one. When something is simple, it's called a cakewalk or easy as pie. Funny how there's no easy as pie diet. But now there is a plan to make shedding pounds simpler. It's called Nutrition for Weight Loss. That's right, using Nutrition for Weight Loss. Created by the nutrition experts at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, Nutrition for Weight Loss will teach you the secret to losing weight and keeping it off. Nutrition for Weight Loss will create a personalized plan for you. It will bump up your metabolism to help you burn more calories. And there's no frozen prepackaged or liquid meals. You eat real food. With Nutrition for Weight Loss, you never get that hungry, haggard feeling. The program uses the latest in nutritional science to keep you feeling satisfied. And you'll love the bounce in your energy level. Find out more about Nutrition for Weight Loss. Call 651-699-3438 or online. It's weightandwellness.com. That's weightandwellness.com. Getting the body you want is easier than you think with Nutrition for Weight Loss. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, before break, Leah said 80% of weight loss comes from your food choices. And in fact, you know, it helps your metabolism. So this fall, starting October 30th, we have our Nutrition for Weight Loss class series starting. And the title of the class tells you what it is. We teach you the foods to eat to reduce cravings and boost metabolism. And if you want to lose weight, but you're still afraid of getting talked into a very expensive plan, you know, we, I invite you to join Nell Monday night at North Oaks office and get the real scoop. And I'm not talking about a scoop of ice cream, <laughs> <laughs> but a scoop of inspiration, actually. You, you know, if you can't make that, and, and this is a free event, so if you can't make Monday night at uh, 
you can just call our office at 651-699-3438 and we'll share all our details, the cost and everything. We're, we're, we'll share. We're we have the, nothing to hide. Nothing to hide. Yeah, that's right. So, All right, well, we have a caller today. Mm-hmm. Molly, thanks for calling Dish It Nutrition. You have a question about protein for vegetarians. Yes, I do. Hi. 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 I was just wondering Hi. if you had some suggestions for how vegetarians that don't meet, eat meat and eggs could get protein. Well, now, are, is this you or someone else? It's me. Okay. And do you have any health issues? No. So, okay. So, you know, a couple of things that you could look at is um, whey protein powder. Okay. Or egg protein powder. Or if you don't, I mean, I mean, those are the things that you have to look at um, to bring in. Whey protein powder is going to give you all the amino acids and so, so and egg protein powder, too. And you, vegetarians need to make sure that they're getting all their amino acids mm-hmm. so that you can stay, you know, you keep your muscle and you keep your mental health and all those things. Because otherwise, when you get deficient, you start to lose your energy and you start to get kind of moody and irritable. And so you've right. got to make sure that you're getting that sufficient amount of protein. So those are a couple of things that I would suggest. Do you put the powder in other items? Sure. Do you eat yogurt or not? Yes. Okay. You know, you could make a shake with yogurt and protein powder and fruit and maybe some coconut milk, and it would be good good, good to go as long as you don't have a dairy sensitivity. Yeah. And it's no, good do you not. don't. That's great. And will you eat fish? Yes. Okay. So there's another source, oh, too. Oh, sure. You know, bringing in fish at least once a day, Yeah. that would be perfect. So there's a lot of ways you can get your protein. I mean, Great, we work with you. we work with a lot of vegetarians to help them figure out how to do Get it that fits into their lifestyle. Yep. So, thank you for the call this morning. Okay. Yeah. So, kind of going back to what we were talking about, Madeline. Yep. You want to talk a little bit more about how you were feeling and doing and all that stuff? Well, a couple of the foods that I used to love to eat were cheese and crackers and pasta and all the things that I know now aren't so good for me. That would lead to my um, inflammation and heartburn. And like I said before, I love to eat and I love to cook. Um, but if the food is what's causing my pain, gas, constipation, heartburn, and mostly the back spasms, I can tell you that I truly don't miss those foods um, well, okay, I do miss some of them. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you it gets better. Yeah, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I but, mean, you know, that's true. I mean, yep. really, realistically, those foods we do sometimes miss. Yeah, mm-hmm. but there is no food that is worth eating that's worth having the pain. It's yes. just that simple. Exactly, yeah, and I completely agree with that statement. Because not eating gluten or dairy myself, I know that it's so worth it because that means then I don't get asthma attacks, mm-hmm. which is huge. And now that I'm pregnant, going on seven months, <laughs> I'm so happy that I don't need to rely on those asthma medications, inhalers, the, the steroids. Yep, exactly. I simply use real foods. So, I, you know, one of the, my hope with this show today is that everyone that has a chronic illness to be able to choose the right kinds of foods so that they can actually experience wellness and mm-hmm. learn how to eat to support their body. 
And I say this all the time. Nutrition doesn't mean weight loss and starvation. No. It really means eating to support your cells so you can have a healthy body and brain. It's it's so simple. Yeah. I don't know how nutrition ever got into that diet mentality. diet mentality. And it's so freeing to know that you don't have to calorie count to maintain a normal weight. Yes. It really is. And I think it would be helpful for listeners to talk about some of the changes Dar had you make with your diet. You know, you used to at one time drink lots of coffee and yep. now now what kind of beverages do you drink? Um I drink tea, generally green tea, um and I drink lots and lots of water. Lots of water. Good. Um I never really cared for um, diet soda. On occasion, I do have a can of pop if I decide to have, I can't have the beer anymore, so I'll have a little Captain Black and a little soda with that. But I found a um, sugar-based, no high, fro- no high fructose corn syrup in there. So um, anything that helps me stay away from the pain and still try to live a normal life. Yes, and I think that's ideal. You know, mm-hmm. you're not drinking the diet pop. You're, no. You know, you're drinking something that has a little bit of real sugar in it and probably not very often. No, yeah. not very often at all. No. Yeah, exactly. And and before Dar, I know you used to cook with like corn and vegetable oil. So now what do you use for your fats? Well, butter's my favorite. I like olive oil. Um I also use safflower oil, and um, I try to stay away from the refined processed oils because now I know that that's what's going to cause the pain. So, like I said, butter, olive oil, oh, and coconut oil, which takes a little getting used to because I'm not a fan of the taste of coconut. Okay. But, but do you find it's a, it tastes a lot like coconut, or do you find that it's just kind of a little slight? It's just a slight thing. Yeah. It's If I add a tablespoon of it to my vegetables, it's really doable. It doesn't really add that much. Yeah, it doesn't add that much coconut flavor into the veggies. It's just kind of more of a sweet than savory, yes. would you say? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and my favorite oil. (laughs) (laughs) And at one time, you drank lots of milk, like four gallons a a week. And so now, no milk, right? No milk. Used to put milk in my coffee, half and half. Um, Didn't realize that the milk was causing as much inflammation. Didn't understand that your body couldn't process that much milk. And I can tell you that after I gave up the milk, the first thing everybody said to me was how how much weight I was losing, when in essence, it was just all the inflammation in my body that was going down. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. So it it was like the the inflammation and the bloating, gas, all those things? Yep. Okay, that's amazing. So, um, you know, I think a lot of people might be wondering, you know, how how did Dar know that Madeline had so many food sensitivities? In fact, one of the things that you were talking about right now with the coconut is that I noticed that people that have a lot of food sensitivities can really taste coconut oil more intensely than mm-hmm. other people. Wow. So that's, you know, you got to listen. Yep. If you're if you're a good nutritionist, you got to listen to what people are saying. And that is true. And that's exactly, you know, mm-hmm. there are so many clues. We have people fill out a really extensive health history. Very and extensive. Then, and I just <laughs> yes. ask questions and I listen. And I really see a lot of clients with similar problems and similar food sensitivities. And, you know, being realistically, being realistic, you know, if you just eliminate some of these foods for six weeks, it it tells you what you're sensitive to. And then you don't have to do these high-priced food sensitivities tests that honestly aren't too accurate. 
No, the, the the most accurate testing system is the elimination diet. Exactly. To this day. And you also recommend a few key supplements, too? Well, you know, when people have muscle spasm and sleep problems, as we talked about before in the show, yep. they're really deficient in magnesium. So I did suggest a high level of magnesium glycinate, yep. 800 milligrams a day. And also, Madeline was very deficient in many other minerals because of the poor digestion she had had so so many years from taking so much medication. You know, I'd added 10 drops of phosphorus for three weeks, Mm. and that helped a lot. I also added 200 uh, micrograms of selenium, Yep, but I didn't add calcium because I knew that calcium would be more constipating. Yep. And I didn't want to make a problem even worse. Exactly. And also you added some digestive support with bifidobalance and glutamine to help with digestion and the omega-3 fatty acids for inflammation. Madeline, thank you so much for coming on today. Yes, Thanks for having pleasure. me, ladies. It's been it's been a lot of fun. Yep. Thank yeah, you. Thanks thank you. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Statements made with respect to products have not been evaluated by the FDA.